Well, it's March 31st, and tonight Vancouver City Council sits down with the mayor to decide whether to cut arts funding from this year's city budget because of the virus and all. You know, I've been really proud of Canada lately, British Columbia. Truly grateful to be living here, especially during these times. Last week, we at Pacific Theatre were backed up against the wall, looking at bank balances and cash flow projections and how we could possibly survive until whatever day we can open the doors again. We'd already seen the cancellations of Best of Enemies in the middle of its run, of the Kim's Convenience Tour, postponement of Lovesick, which would have opened this coming Friday. And now it was clear our season closer had to go, the trip to Bountiful. Of all of them, that was the project that had the biggest piece of my own heart. But even after all those sacrifices, all that cutting, we still had to figure out a way forward. The cold equations, dreading to ask the most unaskable question. Who do we cut? Who do we lay off? You know, that's a euphemism I've always resented, as if we just quietly, you know, lay people down. We settle them into a cozy, comfortable bed of unemployment. But they came through Canada and British Columbia. One way or another, the people behind the scenes at Pacific Theatre will still be around when the time comes that we can switch off the ghost light, fire up those stage lights, and start serving soul food live from our beloved theatre once again. Because our Canadian government and our provincial government have put so many measures in place to provide for our apprentices, our production staff, our publicist, our box office, and they're paying out operating grants early. They're providing 50% emergency funding for folks that we half lay off. They're covering maybe as much as 75% of staff that we can keep on a full-time basis. There's emergency relief for contract employees, artists, the last piece fell in place last Thursday in time for our board meeting, and we saw our way clear through all of this. I can't tell you how grateful I have been. And then came word that the city of Vancouver might take a different approach, that as an austerity measure, they might cut this year's annual operating funding for the arts in our city. For our theater, that would be $21,000 gouged out of that cash flow. For the rest of the arts community in our city, equally devastating. So lots of soul food listeners have been writing letters to the city, and, well, we'll just have to see what comes of that all. Here's poet Diane Tucker with a piece that's about more than just money. Arts groups face drastic cuts. Each song is a slice of you, I know. Each one a skinless surface that weeps. I can hear you along your grain, the ring you grow each year to steady your heart. We can date the various qualities of gold by the many shades of your severed flesh. Every chromide poem you throw over the side of your life's boat is a gasping fish, a sea creature born on land that must be cast away to find its life. 
they hit the water glowing. The further they get from you, the brighter they shine. Parental, you hack bits of yourself off and throw in after them. Your pains you organize into paintings, glaze the greens of every year with sweat and semi-gloss light. Your arms force spreads on every surface. They call them brush strokes, but that's too sweet a word. They're gunshots, dagger thrusts, chokeholds, machine gun fire, burning arrows shot over black walls. Speak the speech. When you speak, my heartbeat shoots into thin air. You are emotional cardio. Your body stands in for mine when you let the story slay you. You are lowercase substitutionary atonement. I want to be nailed up beside you and rise again together with the house lights. All the laborers of love in the field, the field white with multi-chambered hearts, they make the muscle work, systole, diastole, all our life-sustaining ins and outs. No matter how many times they cut up the heart, there's a certain kind of cell that keeps on beating. Even when left alone in its test tube, it pulses. When two or three of these cells meet, their rhythms become one. They organize the others against chaos, deliver blood and oxygen. We need them all. Without these cells beating, beating, our poor hearts stop. City councillors, mayor, you know what to do. That was Michael Hart's music you were hearing in behind there, Rainy Day Blues, off his instrumental album, All the Things I Feel But Didn't Know How to Say. Michael played at the very first Christmas presents in 1991, when Pacific Theater was shut down for a couple of seasons because too much government money went away too suddenly. But we came back, didn't we? Michael has now played and sung at nearly two decades' worth of Christmas presents since that time. It's not right that he should just play along in the background like that, not here on Soul Food, the ghost light season. Here's one of my favorite Michael Hart tunes, with the sweeping of a broom replacing brushes on a drum kit, a tip of the sonic hat to a certain Neil Young tune of the same vintage.
can get yourself your very own copy of that at Michael's website, michaelhart.ca, also on iTunes or Spotify. Tell him Uncle Neil sent you. Still no winner in our Name That Sound Cue contest. You heard a bit of it at the top of the show. But then, well, not that many people have even ventured a guess. I'll tell you what, don't be shy. There are prizes, fabulous prizes. No penalty for guessing wrong. Even wild guesses are welcome. Let's keep that mailbag stuffed. Soulfood at ronreed.org. But if you guess right, two tickets to the first play Pacific Theater stages post-pandemic. A couple hints. That bass riff comes from I Want Jesus to Walk With Me from the Nelson Boschman Trio's fine recording, Keeping Time Volume 2, which came out in 2007. So that would rule out, say, I don't know, fishtails or the life and death of almost everybody. Here's another clue for you all. The show that we're talking about had its sound design done by Rick H.P. Colhoun. That's right, he's the one that picked that amazing bass riff to end Act One. So, okay, here's a familiar-looking envelope, postmarked to Wasson, British Columbia. Hmm. Dear Soul Food, we enjoyed your most recent Ghostlight podcast, especially Spencer Capier's new tune. Developing a bit of a ritual. We check the batteries, crank up the internet, and raise the virtual antenna in our fallout shelter so we can tune in. Somehow I was reminded of Brendan Fraser, Alicia Silverstone, Christopher Walken, and Sissy Spacek in the 1999 three-star tour de force Blast from the Past, where they were holed up in a bomb shelter for 35 years. What triggered their fears? No zombies, no coronavirus, only nuclear annihilation. Instead of rocks, paper, scissors, a generation of youth may start a new version, zombies, COVID-19, hand sanitizer. Speaking of blasts from the past, wondering if there are any known recordings of Ron Reed and his jazz group in the 1980s. I understand they may have been recorded on cassette tapes, wax cylinders, or the prevailing sound technology of the day. In the absence of a recording, we were wondering whether Ron might tinkle the ivories on a future podcast. Tom into Wasson. Hey, look at me. I can play and narrate a podcast at the same time. Play, magic fingers, play. Okay, that's not me at the keyboard. That is Thelma Campbell, who agreed to drop by and play a little tune on the Soul Food piano on the occasion of her grandson Josh being officially recognized as a master. I forget what he's a master of. Board games for one thing, though I don't think they confer actual degrees for that sort of thing. But he's a GFOP, a great friend of the pod, 
and a G-F-I-R-L. So we had to mark the occasion. Okay, Thelma, thanks a lot. That's good. Yeah, we're done. Thanks. Okay, good. Thanks. Bye. In any case, thanks for your letter, Tom from Tawasson. Not Tom from Sawasson. My dad would say Tawasson. Uh, visitors. Albertans. Okay, same deal with Tom Key, visiting from Atlanta. Not Tawasson Tom, but Cotton Patch Gospel Tom, who was in town to perform his one-man show, An Evening with C.S. Lewis, for us back in 1990. He uh, called Carol and me on the phone. This was before the uh, internet and uh, email. Yes, kids, there was a time before the internet and email. And he wondered if he could take us out for some seafood in Stavestan. <laughs> Sounded nice with a Georgian accent. Wrong, but nice. I wonder if Tom from Tawasson might end up a regular correspondent on the show. Our man in Tawasson. Makes me think of Graham Greene somehow but not so depressing. Nothing is as depressing as Graham Greene. And gosh dang it, what's this? An actual real-world chocolate bar down in the bottom of the soul food mailbag. <laughs> okay, what do you know? Milk chocolate with almonds, my very favorite. Yeah, the old mailbag's starting to seem a bit like a Christmas stocking. Mmm. And there's a note attached Hoping for good news tonight. In my world, PT is essential. Fingers crossed. Cheers, Lore. Well, I'll be. Thanks, Lore. Guess I'll have to let you win at Puerto Rico again sometime. And one more wee gifty arrived in the electronic mail today. Brand new song from another essential Christmas presents musician, Garth Bowen. A few Christmases ago, Garth and Michael and I traveled around to a few spots and took Christmas presents on the road. Three kings, perhaps, but certainly not three wise men. Not when we stowed their 47-stringed instruments and my computer into a little metal boat and headed over to Keats Island in a squall in December. <clears throat> Anyhow, we survived. And here's Garth's new one, which has never been heard before. Lock the gate, shut all the doors Time to face the COVID wars Battle fought without a gun Where falling back is how it's won A viral menace fills the air Another burden comes to bear It's not against the foe we fight Not by power, not by might The markets fell just days ago Life of saving, it doesn't show Lives are turning upside down The spirit's gone from Vancouver town There's a dozen notes upon my wall From friends who live in protocol 
with warmest thoughts of funny shares They're sent with love and heartfelt prayers But still beside the checkout stand Those glossy pictures, bronze and tan What once amused us seems so trite The simple things are best in life First on Soul Food, the ghost light season. And there's something else you're going to hear first. This is today's really big announcement. Starting this Friday, and every Friday and Monday until we're done, Soul Food will be featuring a special edition of the pod that brings you a new chapter of a novel in progress by one of Pacific Theater's favorite writers.
That's Connie Francis singing Mamma, and this is Lucia Frangioni. Italy has been on my mind lately for many reasons. One of them being that last year at this time, I was cycling from Milano to Roma on the Via Francigena, doing a pilgrimage. And I thought at the time perhaps I would do a podcast of my experiences and the people I met along the way, but instead I decided to write a novel my first novel. Italy has also been on my mind, of course, because that country has been hit so hard with the pandemic, and I am very worried about my friends and my family that live there. So when Ron Reed asked me if I'd like to participate in the Soul Food podcast, the ghost light season, well, that was a no-brainer, of course, right away, I said I would be honored. One, because, well, I'm really enjoying this podcast, and I think it'd be really cool to be part of it. But also because I've been part of the Pacific Theater culture for the past 30 years, and Ron is a very dear friend of mine, like a brother. I would love to share this novel with you as my contribution to this season, because I'm thinking of Italy and my friends and family there, but also because the novel, like these times, start in a dark place, and it reaches towards the light. We follow the story, basically, of a family. The family consists of Graziana and her daughter Hazel and Hazel's grandpa, Herman. And we also hear from Hazel's dad, who is in conversation largely with his maker, who we also hear from. I hope you enjoy the story. I won't tell you anything more about that. I look forward to sharing it with you, and... Coraggio! Nothing can ever replace the warmth of your tender So tune in this Friday for the first chapter of Lucia Frangioni's brand new novel, Grazie. El mambo, mambo italiano. El mambo, mambo italiano. You mixed up Sigiliana, it's so delicious. Everybody come capisce how to mambo Italian. I 
nice. <laughs>